At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. This episode is powered by DenMeditation.com. The meditation is the primary focus. The bigger goal is for people to understand and love themselves, thus creating more harmony in the community at large. To find out more about Den Meditation's teacher training programs, retreats, and all things Den Meditation, go to denmeditation.com. We are back for another Den Talks podcast forecast, and this is an exciting one because it's for the month of January, which I know we all put so much import on because it feels like for some reason, we make January become, you know, the decider of what our entire year is going to be. So here's the thing. We have Rose. Today's forecast is going to be a little bit shorter and less specific just because she's also on January 1st at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, so feel free to go to denmeditation.com and reserve your spot. She's going to do a live online workshop. And not only will she encompass January in there, but also the entire year. And as Rose normally does, and you can go back to December to check it out, she goes through dates specifically. She will also go through your signs. And since it's live and in person, you can ask questions and she will personalize it for you. You do not want to miss that. So like I said, we're going to do headlines for January. Um, if you want more, definitely go sign up for the workshop. If you're listening to this after January 1st, don't worry, the replay is there. So you can absolutely go and get the replay. She is amazing. But without further ado, let's get into January 2024 wow. forecast. Hello. Hello. I'm <laughs> calling it the air era. Because I, you know, yeah. You'll recall like around COVID, there was this, this air conjunction between Saturn and Pluto. And we were moving from a 200-year Earth cycle into an air cycle. So there was talk about it around the time of COVID. But what's different about January as the onset for this new year is that we have uh, the, the planet Pluto, the planet of personal empowerment, magnetism, and it's related to the collective theme of big transformations. Pluto mm -hmm. is related to collective themes that we have outgrown, that die, that are rebirthed in some new capacity. And if you'll recall in 2008, Pluto moved signs. It entered the sign of Capricorn and we had the market Ooh, crash, crisis. Market yes. crash crises. And so Pluto moved signs and it enters the sign of Aquarius in January. The sign of Aquarius is an air sign related to the internet and related to communities. So this is a huge, it's like if we could lead with one big 
kind of flashing banner, it would be, this is the big, big transition, Pluto into Aquarius. Um, and this is the onset of thinking about media differently, showing up in our communities differently, and really thinking about how we process information. And we also start the new year with Mercury retrograde. So Mercury is the planet related to, again, how we communicate, how we think, how we process information. And anytime a planet is retrograde, we're looking into the past. So it's, it's unique that Mercury retrograde starts on December 13th and carries us into the new year. On New Year's Day, Mercury hmm. will go direct. Ooh. Yeah, on New Year's Day. So we'll no longer be looking to the past. We'll be really looking forward. It's so literal with this January 1st. That's really crazy. So, yeah, you'll be kind of taking all the work you've done in December, which we spoke about in the December forecast, and looking onward. And um, there are a lot of changes that happen in 2024. And of course, this January New Year's workshop on New Year's Day is about the entire year too, how we can work with the planetary energies, how we can work with the elements, what are key events that are happening, and we'll personalize it as well for each individual rising sign and sun sign about how they can work with the three Mercury retrogrades in 2024, all in fire signs, Ooh. the elements yeah, what, what you're, powerful. <laughs> yeah. It, it, and it's going to be rethinking the way that we create our lives, right? With all of those Mercury retrogrades in fire signs. Um, and then we have the planet Jupiter, the planet of our future vision, what we believe in, where we instill faith, where we derive experience from that reinforces our belief in our life based on those lived experiences. Jupiter is entering the sign of Gemini, the sign of duality, of perspective, media, socializing. It's also an air sign. So this is why I'm calling 2024 the air era. It's like the onset of a mm. lot of planets that will be in the next few years moving into air signs. So it's going to be so much change with media and we can see this right now in the world. Um, I mean, it's so true because it's, it's so sad. Like everyone questions the traditional validity. media, yeah. which I don't think is necessarily a problem, but then the reaction to it is where people are going for their information mm -hmm. and that's the prop. So it's like, the mm -hmm. reaction in my mind is not, I mean, the, yeah, the reaction of like, okay, I don't trust what people are saying. There's no truth. It's fair. And I think things need to change. And hopefully you can talk a little bit more about that. But then it's like, as the result of that, people are going to places that have no validity of actual truth. So yeah. it's like to counteract this idea of I'm not receiving truth. They're going somewhere that has no truth but convincing themselves it's truth. And so there's like n no truth being seeped out into the world right now. It feels like chaos. And that's yeah. from all sides. I'm not saying one version or the other. I think everyone mm -hmm. is doing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this really started I, I in from my perspective, anytime I look, I'm looking, I'm researching the astrology, I'm looking at world events too. And what is going on with the astrology? Maybe 
what is coexisting with events that are happening in world news. And in during COVID, we had the eclipse cycles in the opposing signs of Sagittarius and Gemini, which are two signs that are specifically related to Sagittarius is our truth, our lived experiences, and that which reinforces our truth, what we believe in, and also um, how we live our life by example, and how we broadcast the truth. And the sign Gemini, which opposes the sign of Sagittarius, is a sign that is about listening and open perspective mm. and pivoting when we need to based on new facts that we've collected and mm. those conversations. So what happened during COVID is there was a, a, a depreciation of value in the truth. It was like some people were holding their particular truths as though they were end all be all. And we saw this dismantling of the way that media functions and works. And that's when the mistrust started to happen. Yeah. And then that's continued because it's a story that doesn't have, it doesn't close overnight. This is an ongoing conversation and you can see it in the astrology. And in 2024, we continue this conversation of what is the truth? Is it based on our personal experience? So when you talk about people believing or or kind of forming an opinion about something that isn't concrete fact, that's because it reinforces their experience in life. And so this is going to play out in 2024. I quite mean, and a that's bit. just such a scary thought if like we're all just looking and we know this is kind of what the algorithms do, but if we're all just looking for things that, you know, qualify or, you know, work with the experiences we have in our lives, it's, if you think about that, just energetically, what we're creating from that, it's scary. It is. <clears throat> it's very scary. And Jupiter in Gemini will square the planet of Neptune in 2024, which is, it, it has an element of projection. So taking those experiences and perspectives you've had and projecting them out into the world to be reinforced. And that's what we do in all of our interpersonal relationships, right? We believe yeah. something about ourselves and tend to project that outwardly so that it's reinforced. And it's not until we confront those inner experiences and beliefs that our perspective can then change. So this is our work in 2024. So that's like 2024 is looking at our inner self and kind of hopefully changing and, and as a collective too, changing how we process information and hopefully creating more open perspectives of being able to, yeah, like you said, being able to pivot. Yeah. Being able to pivot. Learning when you get how to listen. Yeah. And, and honoring our own tuition, intuition too. Like, does that feel right? And can it, can I embrace my experience of what I'm feeling in my body? <laughs> right. And can I just sit with it rather than having, forming an opinion and broadcasting it is a whole different story and set of, a set of circumstances. So that's definitely a huge theme. It makes me think about business opportunities in 2024 because Pluto is related to business too. Um, and I mean, it means wealth in Greek, Pluto. Mm -hmm. So it makes me think about, are we going to have new business opportunities for people to fact check information and data and perspectives? Where is the opportunity in 2024 too? That's smart. Well, it's what I, I think it's needed at this time. And anytime Pluto changes signs, like it did in 2008, 
we had a, a fault system related to the sign Capricorn, which is housing and banks and loans collapse because it wasn't sustainable. So Pluto always reveals what isn't sustainable and where we're becoming disempowered. So as it moves into the sign of Aquarius in 2024, our ideas about community and about authenticity and creativity um, are going to be major themes. And I think about Aquarius being the opposite sign of Leo too, and how Leo is about creativity, creativity that that we each have as, as a birthright, right? And human creativity and the sign Aquarius opposing that with Pluto makes me think about where's the fine line between AI co-creating with AI. Mm. That's also going to be a theme. There's both good and bad in that, right? So how are we going to be informed? How are we choosing? Gemini is a sign related to choice too. You can always choose to pivot. So what are what what choices will we have in 2024? How about is Aquarius also connected with like the internet and social media? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And how we use it. And um thinking about empowerment too and 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 our own personal power when we don't feel empowered some of us tend to abuse power or have power over others. So it makes me think about all kinds of things, open data, censorship, free speech, um, and all of those themes related to community. How are we relating? Are we only wanting to be in our insular community? But it's, it's more of an online community, Aquarius. Yeah. And we're able to have bigger communities, right? Thank, thank God for the internet. Um, so there's good and bad. And so Pluto with Aquarius then in, in regards to like social media and internet, it's like you're saying, it's showing the cracks of what's not sustainable. Mm -hmm. It always introduces a problem. <laughs> so whenever a planet enters a sign, it introduces the problem. So in 2008, and, and it, it's a process, right? It enters the sign. It gives us a little taste. We don't really notice it that much, but it, it kind of, it's like, um, what do you call it? Like when you take a pill, it's like it's like lapsed within right. 24 hours. Then it, re it goes retrograde into the previous sign to close a cycle. So right now what we are seeing, we're speaking on December 1st, what is happening is that Pluto's finishing a cycle in the sign of Capricorn where it's been for 15 years. So those listening, Capricorns, Cancers, um, Aries, and Libra, the cardinal signs, we have, you have been in a cycle since 2008 of kind of deconstructing your life and where you're committed, what career means to you. And those four signs have had the biggest changes in the last 15 years. Well, now it's like we're passing the torch to the next set of signs that succeed us. Those would be the signs of Taurus, Scorpio, Aquarius, and Leo are going to be reevaluating their personal wealth, their creative ideas, the quality of life. And so collectively, how this kind of affects all of us is, is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> right? We, we pass a torch collectively to a group of persons who are going to problem solve and have real personal experience with this planetary shift. And of course, if you have planets in Aquarius, you're going to be really impacted and Leo because it opposes the sign of Leo. 
that one is just huge. It's, it's such a big deal because Pluto will stay in the sign of Aquarius until 2043. Wow. Yeah. It's so far from the earth. In astrology, it's not demoted. It's so far from the earth that its, it's uh, movements heavily impact us on earth, or I should say are an opportunity to co-create with it. But there's always a big event when Pluto moves into a sign and it's a preview of what's to come and then how we deal with that issue of not being sustainable or some kind of problem that we're trying to solve and work out. And over the course of uh, those 20 years or so, we're going to be looking and investigating what Pluto and Aquarius problems are related to data, the internet, communities, societies, governments. And, and Aquarius is kind of a rogue and punk sign too that likes some form of organized liberation mm. from traditional forms of government and traditional forms of media. So it's going to be so, it's, it's going to be an inventive time. Personally in our lives will be quite interesting wherever you have Aquarius in your chart and life. That is interesting. People are, I mean, it's just, it feels like there's going to be a lot of changes. Lots. So we get this introduction in January, right? About, oh, what's, what is this kind of preview? We're seeing it. It doesn't happen that specific day on January 21st when it moves into the sign Aquarius. Um, and then the next, I would say, big thing that we're going to talk about for January in 2024 is the eclipse cycles change. Mm. Eclipse cycles are also a collective narrative for what's happening in the world. And then we make it very personal or it's personal in our lives. If we have personal planets um, or our rising sign in this particular set of signs. So right now the eclipses are in the opposing sign of Libra and Aries, which is war and peace. Mm -hmm. How much do we, do we, how do, how do we maintain peace through assertiveness basically? And, and in our personal lives and in our relationships, the theme has been, and will continue to be until May of 2024, um, actually until September when the eclipses change signs. Um, we've been looking in our personal lives at relationship. How much do we reclaim autonomy? How do we show up as ourselves and not compromise, not overcompromise so much for the sake of our relationship? And what does reciprocity mean in all of our relationships? So everyone on the planet right now has a personal story and journey of mm -hmm. working out relationship dynamics with friends, with family, our loved ones, parenting, all the stuff. How much do we give? How much do we save for ourselves? And the eclipse cycle will change in September and move into the previous signs of Virgo and Pisces which is all about boundaries and health and healing and mental health and spiritual health and escapism versus dealing with reality. So, and that's in September. So in January, <clears throat> cover all this, right? Yeah. I'll go into detail about what it all means specifically and where these shifts are changing in your light. I look at them as, is kind of, there's never any one event or any kind of, um, linear line. It's always like, I think of astrology as like a clock, a right. moving clock with time pieces. And so there are all these moving parts that are helping you 
to evolve all the time, right? It's the nature of the universe. We're always forever evolving and growing. And so uh, that's how that's how we're going to discuss it in January. What are the moving parts and how can you personalize it and know which ones will be more impactful for you? And we are also going to do um, an embodiment meditation for the air elements because there's so much air movement, air and fire in 2024, how you can experience um, these shifts in a more grounded way and feel sane and feel feel safe and yeah. feel prosperous, right? That's what everyone <clears throat> believes we're here to do, is to be prosperous, especially in the new year. And that's what most people's goals are about, right? So how, if you could use like one word to describe what January overall, January itself feels like, what would it be? Perspective. Hmm. So in general, January is going to be about kind of shit. You know, maybe it's more ownership. I think it's more personal ownership because we still have the perspective would be the, the word I would give for the entire year of 2024. And ownership would be the word I would use for January and these transitions, because there's going to be a tendency in the beginning of January to hold on to what we know and to, um, there could be even a tendency to blame other people or for circumstances versus taking ownership of your perspective and your mindset and your well-being. So I would use the word ownership, having ownership, which is autonomy, right, for your experience and and doing the best that you can, <laughs> you know, thinking about a question that also accompanies that word ownership is how mm -hmm. we take accountability for our experiences and how can we um, become more resilient too. There's so much happening in the world. I think it's very stressful. Mm -hmm. As I look ahead at the year and the astro data and the media and what's happening in the world, I think there's so much information 24 seven. How healthy oh, is it for us? It's crazy. And it's so much information that it's like if you wanted to get all the information to be here all day, because so much of it's conflicting constantly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and thinking about Pluto moving into Aquarius, Aquarius also, you know, each sign is connected to the body. Aquarius governs or is associated with the nervous system and air in general is the nervous system, the brain. And so I think about how healthy is it going to be for us to keep consuming and engaging so much Right. <clears throat> Another theme for 2024. So there you have it. A good overview of January. Um, and if you guys want more, and Rose, I'm telling you, gives the most in-depth readings, um, sign up for January 1st, 11 a.m. Pacific time. Go to denmeditation.com. And again, if you're listening to this and it's already January 1st and you missed it, just go get the replay. And again, if you can catch it live, incredible. You can ask questions. It'll be super detailed. She's going to go by sign and it's going to encompass all of January and then all of 2024. So don't miss it. Rose, you are always incredible. Such an amazing astrologer. You read it like music and <laughs> it's true. It's really amazing. And it sounds like communication, media, thoughts are huge. Not only in, it's like January, it starts like 
Yeah, when Mars is retrograde in Gemini, it's like your mind is getting provoked. <laughs> yeah, and it's like the percolating begins, which hopefully will then continue, as you will tell us more at the workshop, an arch of maybe some major changes happening. Yep. Yep. I can't wait. I'll see everybody there and it'll be an hour and a half. So yeah, they're always amazing. You do the best New Year's ones. We love it. Thanks. Thank oh. you, everyone. Happy January. Happy 2024. It's cannot oh. believe how fast time is flying, but that's what it is. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.